You're listening to Family Rules, the podcast on BYU Radio, inspiring ideas, inspiring families. You're about to hear an interview with one of my favorites, and I'm not just saying that. Melanie Douglas is a mom of four super cool kids. She's a group fitness instructor, a registered dietitian, a health and fitness idea generator, and overall a positive thinker, which fuels her passion for all things fitness. Today, we look at fitness as it applies to the family zone, how you can inspire your own family to be more emotion-packed, to be more healthful, to be more aware. And there's a couple of gems to listen to. Melanie's going to tell you how to build a solid family gym for $10. Yes, I said 10 bucks. And I also appreciate Melanie's push to not just look at health and fitness as a number on the scale or a reflection in the mirror, but to encourage, as parents, to encourage your kids to embrace health and fitness as something that will make them feel good, make them feel better, and help them forge that mind-body-spirit connection, which ultimately I think is a huge goal of all parents. So I think you'll like this one. Listen in. Mel, thanks for chiming in today. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. I I love the topic of making fitness fun. So I, we could go all day here. Well, I'll, I'll be conscious of your time because I know you are a busy mama on the go. But the idea of fun and fitness, some people will say those two don't belong in the same sentence. So put on your, your coach hat. Put on your, your fitness coach hat for us and tell us how we can make specifically family fitness a little more fun. First of all, why should that be the goal? Fun. Okay, because we don't want fitness to be a chore. So you don't, and you don't want people to feel like they're doing fitness because there's something wrong with their body. We typically associate it like, I have to work out because I need to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I need to burn calories. And it's not a chore. And that's not why we work out. We work out because it's good for our mind. It's good. It helps us sleep better. It helps us feel better about ourselves. It helps us have more energy, more confidence. And those are all the things like we want that for our kids, right? Yeah. You want all of those things. And so um, do you remember, Brooke, when I went through the phase where I called everything a party, a plank party? I was like, it's a plank party. We should should clarify. (laughs) Mel and I have been talking about fitness, specifically family fitness and family health for many years together in the media sphere. And you did go through this party phase and it actually was quite contagious, I have to say. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I talk about when it comes to food, I always tell people you don't have to do it. Um, think about the positive spin. You get to do it, right? And if you say it in a positive way, it doesn't become such a burden. And so with fitness, um, think about, you can call it a party. You can, you can try that. Tell your kids you're going to have a plank party. If you were like, hey kids, let's all after dinner, let's have a plank party. They'd be like, mom's crazy, but okay, let's try it. Yeah. But but compare that to saying, okay, after dinner, you guys all have to do a plank for 10 minutes because your abs are weak. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just the way you phrase it. So you don't have to use party. I also went through an adv- a phase where I used adventure. Everything was an adventure. <laughs> Let's go have an adventure. Um, let's go on a hike. It'll be an adventure. Let's go swimming. It'll be an adventure. Let's try you know, playing racquetball at the gym, it'll be an adventure. So the way, the words that you use, if you make them sound fun and intriguing, your kids will 
totally fall for I think, it and they will have fun. I think that's brilliant. Even if we want to call it a fall for it fitness trick, because there is something about the cell. And I know we, we framed this in the idea of, you know, getting rallying the kids and rallying the family, but that even worked for me. I'm willing to go on an adventure, an adventure or, or have a plank party. Those words, and we hear this all the time. And I know we're dipping into the psychology of it, but those words really do make a difference, don't they? They make a huge difference. And, you know, the other thing too, is the way we treat exercise. So think about this. A lot of times we'll say, Hey, if you, um, get all your homework done and your chores done, um, then you can have TV time or you can have a treat or you can have a friend over. Mm. Well, what if fitness was a reward? But a fitness activity with you, so it becomes a bonding experience. So I do this with my kids. I really do this all the time. I'll say, you know what? When you get your chores done, get your bathroom clean, I'll go jump on the trampoline with you. Oh, there it is. And it works every time. Yeah. They they want to have that time with me. Then we get to be active together, and it becomes a positive experience for your kid. And they also start to think of activity as that's a cool reward. Like I yes. get to do that if I do my chores. It's the gold star. So the trampoline or jump roping or, you th- I mean, fitness can become a game. And if mom's involved, the fact that that's a bonus, I think should make us all feel good. That's a great one. Yeah. I also, so my kids are all older now. I don't do this anymore, but I went through a phase where I would be like, okay, I'll give you a piggyback ride and I'll run around the house five times with you on my back. Or yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I would just do, I you're like, you're insane. But um, I would do things where I actually had to physically hold my kids or I'd like run up and down the stairs with them or I'd do squats with them on my back or I'd plank and be like, stand on my back and balance. I know this sounds crazy, but it might spur ideas of, you know, your kids are actually a weight, Yeah. (laughs) right? Yeah. If you hold them. And if, even if you're like, you know what, let's walk to the park and I'll give you a piggyback ride the whole day. Sure. And your kid like thinks it's really fun sure. and you're, you're getting your workout. You're getting some strength training, some resistance training because you're carrying your child. Yeah. So these are all like innovative ways to add fitness into your life and not make it a chore. I love it. I love it. I love that they're seeing you make it a game, make it fun, taking it out of the chore bucket, if you will. And two thoughts came to mind. One, even when you're using your kid, quote unquote, as the weight on your back, when you, you know, sprint the hallway or walk to the park, they're seeing that it's a priority to you. And and there is not a parenting topic on this planet that doesn't boil down to, you know, a great takeaway tool being set the example. If they see you do it, you know, it's that look in the mirror moment, they're going to do it too. But I have to think watching a mom or a dad prioritize exercise or have fun with exercise is going to rub off. I remember when I first moved to college, I I was stuck with five random roommates who thankfully, gratefully, rarely went on to become some of my dearest life friends. But it was a really eye-opening experience for me because fitness was a part of their lives It was a daily, and I'd always been super active in high school through like organized sports, but they were like going on runs. They were going to the gym, and that was new to me. That was a new aspect of of life. It was a new lifestyle for me to absorb, and the more I got to know them, the I quickly realized they had learned that from their moms. Their moms were going to exercise classes and and not, you know, for all the right reasons, for the reasons you touched on, the health of mind and the, you know, the the overall just feel good benefits that come from that. But I just I just think if if your child's seeing you laugh and have fun through fitness, that's got to rub off, right? 
Yeah, it does rub off. And especially, you know, there's no age limit on fitness. So if you're doing a kickboxing workout, you know, online or you're working out at home, there's no reason why your kids can't, you can't be like, Hey kids, come and try this with me. It's really fun. I guarantee they will laugh. They will smile. Mm -hmm. You'll find that your workout's more entertaining. And so I think that doesn't, you know, whether you're, I always say, whether you're nine or you're 90, that fitness is important and it shouldn't be something that is, how do I want to say this? It fitness shouldn't be something that's a luxury or if I get to it, it shouldn't be at the bottom of the list, right? Yeah. It's not an extra. You just took the words out of my mouth. That was my second line of thinking is if we really are striving to take fitness out of the chore bucket or off the checklist, so to speak, the power of habits come into play, right? If it's part of our daily life, if, if it's just something we do and not something that we're, that we're tasked with checking off or getting done, it reframes the whole mentality around the idea of exercise. Yeah, it does. And if you, you know, I, I like to kill two birds with one stone. So um, I always use fitness as a time as that's my bonding activity with my kids. Mm. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a workout. It can be an activity that's just moving your body, right? So um, a lot of times my girls, because they're in college, my kids are both in college. A lot of times they'll want to go to lunch. They'll be like, hey, mom, let's go to lunch, sure. right? And when we, when we have bonding time with our family and I'm like, no, let's go on a hike. We'll talk. We'll catch up. We're going to go on a hike. It's going to be beautiful. We'll take the dog. First of all, huge compliment. Um, your girls want to go to lunch with you. Let's just stop and like pause and celebrate <laughs> that. But you make a great point in that. Does it have to be food or could it be movement, right? Yeah. I mean, we use food a lot and I know food is nice, but maybe every other time you say, you know, we can go out to dinner, we can go to a movie, but every other time it needs to be an activity. Mm. So my teenage son, he's plays ultimate Frisbee and I am shocked at how much he just craves me to go and play ultimate Frisbee with him in the front yard. He'll be like, mom, can you play Frisbee with me today? And, and I'm like, yes. And he will bother me, not bother me. I didn't mean to use that word. He will ask me. <laughs> words are powerful. Because, you know, words are powerful. Yeah, words are powerful. <laughs> he will be like, hey, mom, are you ready yet? Yeah, yeah. Are you ready yet? And he's 15. Yeah. But he loves to go out and play Frisbee with me. So I think that when they get fitness activity with you or with a parent yes. or even with a sibling, it's so bonding. And it really is. I mean, exercise is really good for us, mind, body, and spirit, that when you combine that with family bonding, it's that much more powerful. Well, and I, I love this this line of thinking, and I won't take us too far down this rabbit hole, and I frankly don't have the sources right in front of me at my fingertips, but there's really strong research that correlates like act, bonding activities with strength of relationship. And it initially started by, by in, in the marriage front saying, you know, men bond through activity. And so, you know, women, if you want to strengthen your marriage, what's something you could do? And I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I don't mean to stereotype here, but uh, generally speaking, what's something you can do that's active, you know, like golf or or a hike that would bring your marriage closer. And that research has since expanded to the family front. And I think that's awesome to think of, how, think of you know, like you said, the multiple benefits of exercise through an activity, that your relationship can become stronger, that bonding can, through activity is really powerful. So I love that. I want to go back to the word you used, adventure, because I know your family, you mentioned the ultimate Frisbee, which I think is so cool, first of all. Is he in like an organized club? Is that a thing? I don't know. 
Yeah, he plays for the high school team, and he likes to play with his mother, too. Aww. Can you believe it? <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. That shows you how sporty I am. Uh, but I, I know you also explored horseback riding with one of your daughters, and that became oh, yeah. <laughs> a family adventure, kind of a unique component of exercise, if you will. Was Is it fun for you as a family to explore these newer sports or these new activities? Oh, yeah. I'm a huge advocate of letting... Each person in your family explore their own individuality and what exercises or ways to move their body get them excited. So I have a horse rider in my family and we're not a horse family. I mean, when she got that horse, she was like, Hey mom, get me the bridle. I'm like, what's a bridle? Someone <laughs> help me out here. Um, so I have a horse rider. I had a softball player. I have the ultimate Frisbee kid. I have marching band kids. Um, Anyway, they, they've all done their own thing, but you know, they all tried a lot of things before they found their thing, right? Yeah. So I went through a phase with my middle daughter where she tried everything. She was like hip hop dancing. And I mean, I can't even remember. She played every sport. She tried dancing. She tried oh. horse riding with her sister and nothing was clicking. And I remember when she was about 10 or 11, I'm like, ah, oh, she still hasn't found her thing. And I was starting to get worried and I was like, just calm down. How is she going to know what she likes if she hasn't tried experienced things that she doesn't like? Mm. Right. So, and then you really find your thing, but I kind of just through that, I actually applied that to fitness. Same thing. It's the same theory. How can you find what you like in moving your body and fitness? If you haven't tried a variety of things yeah. to compare it to. Yeah. So you may not know that you love kickboxing or Zumba or running. If you really have only tried a handful of things. So variety is good and let your kids have expressed their own individuality as they explore ways to move their body. I know we're primarily focusing our conversation on exercise and I've loved the ideas that you've shared, really practical ways we can weave fitness into family life and make it fun. I want to take just a slight right turn and ask you about the food component, though that isn't the focus of our conversation. But as a registered dietitian, it's on your radar all the time. Any quick tips to help make food more of a positive presence in our homes and a positive fuel, no pun intended, for our family dynamics? You know, the most powerful thing that I have done as a mother, and I know it's worked and it means a lot to my children, is that we have dinner at the table. Mm. And um, they, my kids have become involved in like, what's for dinner? Um, they get excited to help me make dinner. Um, and I always include a vegetable and a fruit. And sometimes dinner is like buttered toast, broccoli, and strawberries, but there's <laughs> something there and the butter's the fat and it's all, and I, whatever, but it doesn't even have to be a fancy dinner, but yeah. I do try to make sure that there's that one meal a day where they know they get to a sit down and talk to me and catch up. And we all get, we all get a chance to talk and B that they, they always know there's going to be a vegetable and a fruit mm -hmm. and a grain or a protein. Mm -hmm. They know that. And, um, sometimes they'll be like, I mean, sometimes they'll be like, is this a dinner table night? Or is this a, like, are are we too busy for it a dinner table night? Because they're sad if we're, they're going to miss I it. They that. look forward to it. Yeah. And I don't need to spout off the research on dinner. We know that's a huge thing. And what a cool thing that both your best tips around fitness and your best advice around food is a really broad benefit. Like we're not just talking about, oh, you're going to be healthy and your body's going to feel like this and look like that. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about connection. So it really becomes this broad balance of benefit, right? Like it really should become part of our life and ingrained in, into our family dynamic in 
season two of Family Rules on BYU TV, it was episode four, I believe, we met a family um, named the Connos. And the dad, John Cano, uh, had this look in the mirror moment. Actually, it was a look at a picture moment of himself, and he realized he didn't like what he saw in that photograph. And he set out to make some some significant you know, health changes in his life. Well, he was a busy working dad, and, and he left the house early, and his, his work as an administrator at a, at a school didn't end until 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening. He hit the gym after his, you know, his regular work day, and that put him walking through the door at like 6 or 7 o'clock at night, giving him maybe an hour with his young kids on the ground before they, you know, on the home front before they they crashed and went to bed. And and his whole approach to to fitness, and he made some awesome changes, lost weight, felt better, got healthy, it was all great. And his whole mental, you know, mantra pushing him forward was that health and fitness, exercise should be a non-negotiable. And one day his wife kind of tapped the brakes for him when, when she said, I'm so proud of you, you know, making exercise a non-negotiable, making that workout non-negotiable in your life. She, and then it was almost like a movie line. Like, I'd encourage you to go back and dial up episode four of season two and, and see the Kano story in full. I'm just giving a short summary here. But but his wife went on to say, isn't your family non-negotiable as well? And I think that's a huge, a huge wrestle for a lot of parents as they try to fit in health and fitness. And so as I look at the tips you've shared, the dinner table, right, striving for healthier food or the, the family fitness being this bonding activity, I mean, fitness can be a non-negotiable and still include the most important priority on our list, which is family. That's what I'm ultimately hearing you say. Yeah. I mean, I really do. That's how I balance it all because, you know, being a mother and, um, being employed and, you know, your kids are going every which way and there's like pets and I mean, just, there's just craziness for in the household, just taking care of the house and the family and trying to work. And so balancing it all. And so the way I try to do it is I try to have a bonding activity that's with at least one of my kids or all my kids at least once a week, I try to do something where it's active and bonding with my kids, where they're getting that positive relationship with exercise. Um, we try to do dinner every night so we can catch up and talk and serve healthy food. And, you know, one thing is my kids enjoy the healthy food because there's like good conversation and good company uh-huh. and they're more likely to eat like whatever I make. Uh-huh. So I think as much as you can try to combine, but you also do need that time for yourself. Sure. And it's not, I guess... I guess my thought there is that it's not selfish to do that because you need that and your your kids need that. Everyone in the family needs that too. We all need our personal time to work on our personal growth and get some exercise or research what would make us feel more energetic and more positive. So I guess, you know, for a parent who's like, ah, is this selfish of me to go to the gym after work? Encourage your kids to be like to say, you know what, I want you to try one new game or whatever yeah. that's active tonight while I go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. And encourage them to have go on their own journey. Sure. Sure. No, I have a friend who refers to her daily gym sesh as the, you know, my um my better mom move is what she calls it. It makes me a better mom. It's the move that I take that I make that makes me a better mom and I can I can totally see that. I also love the ideas that we've shared today so far are mostly free. I mean, free 99, piggyback down the hallway, right? Game of ultimate frisbee in the backyard, <laughs> weather permitting. Talk to me though, Mel, if if there's if, is there one piece of equipment that you would recommend if families are rolling up their sleeves and saying, "We want to be more healthy. We want to make fitness a priority." This conversation hopefully only only adding to that motivation and 
inspiration. Is there any piece of equipment or or tool that you think every house should have in pursuit of more exercise and better family fitness fun? Sure. So if you're on a budget for like 10 bucks, you can have a home gym for your whole family. What? Sound too good to be true? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Get a jump rope and get a resistance band and you can even work out together. So you can have one person using the jump rope and one person using the band. That's all I need. Switch places. Jump rope. You could do that. Okay. Yes. So there's one way to do it. Um, If you want to invest a little bit, the piece of equipment I like the best for a family um, is a treadmill Hmm. because it accommodates the walk, the incline, the run, the athlete, everybody in the house loves a treadmill. Everyone knows how to walk. There's no learning curve. Um, you know, sometimes with a bicycle, it can be uncomfortable or like a rower people, it might hurt their back. Yeah. The bikes weren't built for my booty. We don't need to elaborate on that, but those bikes aren't the most comfortable (laughs) friend. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a lot of, there are good things about all fitness equipment, but the treadmill is the most universal works for families. If you're going to invest in a piece, get a treadmill. Um, resistance bands are always great. They're super cheap. You can get a kit and you know, you can get one band for less than 10 bucks and you can get a whole set for like $30. Nice. Nice. Great, helpful tools, literal tools you can bring into the house and, and utilize on a budget, on a dime. Final thoughts, Mel, when it comes to family and fitness, I mean, has your philosophy of fitness evolved as you became a mom, as you, as you helped your own kids kind of try to embody it and, 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 um, feel the passion toward movement and healthy bodies. I'm sure your philosophy's evolved a bit over the years, just with that, with, with life progression. Yeah, it really has evolved. I mean, honestly, when I first started out, it was all about me. I did it because I wanted to look a certain way or feel a certain way. And um, fitness, it, it, as my kids got older, I, I sincerely wanted my children to feel the benefits that I felt from fitness. And it wasn't like, you should do this. Like, you should eat your broccoli so you'll be healthy. It was, I want you to experience the feeling you get when you exercise because it helps you feel better about yourself. Mm. And I want my kids to experience that. So as I got older and as they got older, that's really the thing I want to share with them. And, you know, some kids are like, Oh, I don't want to exercise. I don't want to eat my healthy food. And I always say, I connect it to their passion. So if your passion is riding a horse, I remember telling my 10-year-old, I promise you'll ride your horse better if you do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you go on a walk with me, you'll be a better horse rider or you'll be a better soccer player or you'll be better at ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. But that thing that they have passion for, if you associate you know, healthy activities yeah. to what they're interested in, it means more. I love it. Melanie, you know, I love you and your approach. And I can't brag on this girl enough. I mean, if you Google Melanie Douglas, you're going to get, I mean, just pages and pages of resources. You've been putting out videos. And I know she's big on music, finding the right music for your workout. And you've kind of gone virtual as of late, right? As we all have, trying to bring exercise into people's life. Where can we get more advice from you? You know, I have a YouTube channel where I try to post workouts, um, but 2020 has been such a crazy year. Yes. So I, the, the moment I promised all my followers, I said, I'm going to post a new workout every Tuesday on my YouTube channel. Well, then I got COVID <laughs> that very week. So whatever, 2020 out, out with 2020 in the 2021. Um, but yeah, I have a YouTube channel. Just look for Melanie Douglas. I'm kind of everywhere and have tried everything, but it's all in 
making fitness fun. And you have for for literally hundreds of thousands of women over the years. And I appreciate your measured, balanced approach. And as we've talked about making fitness part of the whole person, I mean, I know that you believe in that mind-body-spirit connection and, and it's what fuels you forward and drives the work that you do. Thank you so much. You've been so generous with your time, Mel. Really appreciate it. You are welcome. You've been listening to Family Rules, the podcast on BYU Radio. If you liked this conversation, if you enjoy these kind of conversations, we invite you to subscribe, rate, or review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And for more family ideas, there's a couple of places I'll send you if you have the time or have the interest. Of course, there's our companion TV show on BYU TV. You can look up past episodes, byutv.org. I specifically referred today to season two, episode four, meeting the Connell family. They're a family that embodies everything Melanie talked about today, making family fitness a priority and having fun while they do it. You can find that episode online and review their story there. We're also on social media, Facebook and Instagram specifically, Family Rules BYU TV. Thanks so much for listening in and being part of the conversation virtually, of course. We'll invite you to do so again when time permits and say, have a great day. We'll see you next time. Family Rules, the podcast is a production of BYU Broadcasting.